With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Rob Saul Show. We're live on the Ripped Radio Network. That's right, the Ripped Radio Network. So glad to be uh, with you today. Um, today, our guest will be uh, Gino Bisconti from Compound Media. He hosts the show In Hot Water, Monday through Thursday at 9 a.m., and that is Eastern Time. But if you're on the West Coast, you'll have to wake up at, like, what, 6? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's always available to download or for podcasts, as long as you are a active member of Compound Media. Three Last words. week, uh, uh, Meg Dick was supposed to be on the show. Yeah. And then uh, Brian hit me up and said she wants to reschedule and be back on, so I sent her something, and she still don't respond back. And I just don't <laughs> understand who Meg Dick is to where uh, uh, where she thinks that uh, we have to chase after Meg Dick to be on the show. Yeah, I, I mean, I, hey. I mean, I just... All right, Gino is messaging. Gino is trying to download the app. What does Gino need to download? You just log on to the... Uh, the log <laughs> on to the, the web address I give you. Oh, boy. Oh, man. But uh, The man. excuses people give so they don't have to be on this... Uh, program. Lovely, yeah. lovely program. <laughs> I'm wearing my elephant shirt I got from Thailand. It's always a, always a big <laughs> hit. Uh, Kai thought I had a big date today. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yes. I wouldn't wear that outside of the house. I would. I did. I wore it to the liquor store to get this lovely big uh, Bud Light Lime and a bucket of Fireball, which is in my uh, is in my freezer. Bucket of Fireball. A bucket, a bucket of Fireball. Man, all you need now is some is some Valium, and we're gonna re we're gonna reshoot one of my favorite episodes of this show. <laughs> what what is that? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's the one right before I went to, uh, was that the one right before I went to Thailand? I think so. Yeah. I, th- I, I, I threw I up my so. back and my back was bothering me. I was taking, not Valium, I was taking muscle relaxers and drinking Fireball. And, uh, Are you I, sure it wasn't Valium? I'm pretty sure it was Valium. I don't remember the end of the show, though. <laughs> no, I do. Yeah. He woke up in the middle of the night like, oh shit, am I still streaming? Yeah, I ran downstairs because uh, the studio is downstairs in my condo and I ran downstairs to see what's going on because I don't remember ending the show. I kind of, I remember d- being in the middle of the show and that's the last thing I oh, yeah. remember. I remember he was wearing his pair of sunglasses and I could see underneath and his eyes were shut. He was dead asleep I mid-show. Fell as- I fell asleep during the show? Yes, you know, it's, it's weird. It's, uh, you know, uh, drinking during a show could be kind of iffy. I hear uh, Gino has quit drinking now. I don't know for how long. I think what? Till I, I think to like, oh, I hate that when all my friends quit drinking. <laughs> Do better for themselves, you know? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's annoying. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's quit for that long. In fact, I, last time I went to Compound Media, Gino wasn't even there. Uh, he was away, I think, in... Uh, Rehab? No. <laughs> in Delaware. And uh, I brought in a big bottle of Jameson. And Bill Schultz says he wasn't drinking. Joanne wasn't drinking. The guest, Natasha, wasn't drinking. Uh, then I was hanging out with my buddy, Will Noonan. He quit drinking for 10 years. <laughs> I invited him to my uh, birthday party in August. And... Uh, 
You I sound see. like a teenager. I know. <laughs> I invited my boyfriend, uh, Will Noonan, to my birthday. I said, well, I have to invite you. I said, instead of winery. He said, oh, good. My, my birthday is August 17th. He said, uh, August 16th is uh, my 10-year uh, anniversary of being sober. Maybe I can relapse at your wine party. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Hey, I, I mean, the thrill of going 10 years is so great that he needs to relapse so that he can experience it again. Yeah, exactly. you got to start that 10 years over. Yeah. Throw all those fucking buttons and pins away and, and start from scratch is what exactly. I say. Yeah, just to be at Rob's... Yeah. Rob's little birthday party. My birthday party. There's going to be a clown, Will. Uh, <laughs> Mike is going. Uh, my friend Kai, who's sitting here, our, part of our studio audience, she's going. <laughs> she doesn't want to be acknowledged. That recording she's in front of a live We're, studio audience. We are recording in front of a live studio audience. Can we get some laughter? Come on. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, why do I still do this? I don't know. Why do I still do it? <laughs> I do all the goddamn work here. If you go on to our Instagram, follow me at uh, Rob Saw on Instagram, you can see uh, Kai taking a picture of me trying to go over microphone notes and show notes with uh, Mike Rowena, and I'm very animated, and Mike is just ignoring me like I'm not even there uh, down at his phone. And that's what doing the Rob Saw show with Mike Rowena is like. I, 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 I mean... I hear everything. Yeah. I just don't want to. Yes. So, but uh, I know that. That's why they go. Why do you go over show stuff on uh, the show? The audience is part. It's the only time Mike will listen to me. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, that's fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So, so uh, what's on tap today, Rob? Uh, Bud Light Lime. No. <laughs> Uh, you know, I was, I don't know if you guys read this, you know that Chickies and Pete's in Egg Harbor Township by us? Yes. Uh, I love going there, having some good crabs, and apparently uh, other people love it too, so much to where they leave their three-year-old kid in a heated car uh, for three hours while he's cheating on his wife to meet a girl there. Uh, this man... <clears throat> what?! I'm not going to tell you what nationality is. I'll give you one clue. It's not white. But uh, it, uh, he, uh, he went there to Chickies and Pete's at, at like midnight. And, well, no, one fifteen they called to get a wedding party happened to be there. Thank God. And, you know, you know how hot it was. This, yeah. This heat wave. During the heat wave. Left the kid out in like 90. It was still like it was Holy one shit, in the morning. Did the kid the, die? No. Well, thankfully, a wedding party saw him sweating and screaming in the car. He'd been in there for three hours. But a wedding party went out and they smashed this guy's window in and pulled the kid out of the car, out of the smashed window. And they brought the kid inside, got him water, and they called the police. And the police went and found the... F- father and uh he was uh, meeting with a lady friend and, and left this fucking kid in the car and well i gotta tell you i hope this fucking monster is get gets put in jail well in, in his defense he's probably not used to having to watch his child well that's true i mean we we should be thankful that a black gentleman was already uh there uh, taking care of his kid and uh Oh, speaking of, let's uh, get to our guest. Our, our next guest is the uh, uh, host of In Hot Water on Compound Media every uh, Monday through Thursday at 9 a.m. His CD, I was listening to it today on iTunes. Uh, it's called Uncle Gino is Amazing. Were you really? Yeah, I was. Were you really? Yeah. Actually, let me, let me turn up my friend Kai. Just, so she, just tell him that I was listening to his CD today. Kai. Oh, yeah, he definitely was. Yeah, I was listening to the CD. There you go. <laughs> but, Feedback uh, from our live studio yeah. audience. Yeah, I'm so, I'm sorry to walk away. Uh, do I need to put in a headphone so there's not feedback? Yeah, that might be, that might help. Yeah, I, I'm hearing myself. Hold on. Okay, well, you put in your headphones. Is that any better? Is that any better? Yes, that's great. That's I mean, fantastic. Yeah. Where the fuck? It is. It's better for you. Yeah. Yeah. We only yeah, hear you once. I can't even. So let's go back. Uh, one, thank you, dude, for listening to that album. It's look. If you watch me in in hot, in hot water, look, I joke around. I'm not cocky. It's a great album. It's, and by that, I just mean, I really like that album. Like as a comic, like you don't like listening to your own voice. It, when, when I was editing it, I, it took me six months after I recorded it to yeah. sit down and edit it. I can't say edit it, mini stroke drink. Uh, and my, my buddy, Kevin Nabrowski, great comedian, he's going through the same thing now. You don't want to listen to it. You're like, oh, cause everything I thought that was, was like a, a, a 10 will be a five. And everything I thought that was a two will be a five. Won't be able to figure it out. I sat down and listened to it. And it was like, I was listening to someone else. I'm like, this is fucking good. 
I'm not saying it's fucking, you know, Chappelle or fucking CK, but it's a good fucking album. It right? is. I enjoyed it. I, I did. I got a, I was listening this morning as I was setting up the studio, getting all there. I put on my uh, iPhone. I put it on. And I was listening. I was laughing. I, uh, I enjoyed it. And, and the, and the title track, Uncle Gino is amazing. Uh, is a, basically, except for the shit I add in, true story about my nephew. Uh, like, cause I say it all the time. They like, like, I don't know if you have nieces and nephews. Do you have nieces and nephews? I have a daughter and then I have one niece. Yeah, and Mike has nieces. Okay. And, your, yeah. your, your niece is garbage. She's yeah. garbage. My wife's <laughs> great. <She's> garbage. <laughs> I swear to God, like when they were kids, and I'll be like, when they were kids, they loved me. And I'm like, they're going to grow out of this. They never, they never grew out of it. They just think I'm the greatest thing ever, no matter what I do. And that's a true story. So one time, this is the actual story behind the joke. Like the joke is, you know, my nephew thinks I'm great and everything I do, he thinks is amazing. And he's starting to convince me, right? Like the other day, he's like, what did you do last night, Uncle Gino? And I'm like, I slept in my car, Nick. And he's like, that's amazing. <laughs> and that's like a true story because because I was, I don't know if you know, like I like to have a beverage now and then. What are you, what are you, Mother Cabrini? You never yeah. touch the stuff? Yeah. Uh, and again, that's from, that's one of the greatest scenes ever from Uncle Buck. Um, so if you live in New York, you know, there's street cleaning. So I was going to do, uh, to move my car for street cleaning, but my car, which had to be moved the following morning at 9 a.m. was in front of my favorite bar, Angry Wade's, if you're ever in Brooklyn, corner of Smith and Butler. So I go there at four to get the car. Now it's, now it's last call at four in the morning and I'm obliterated. I'm obliterated. <laughs> and I'm to go see my brother the next day. So I just sit in my car and, you know, I, rather than come back to Harlem and go fucking you know, move my car again, I'm like, I sleep in the car three hours. I wake up. I move it across the street, double park for street cleaning. I get a solid five hour fucking nap in there. And then I fucking wake up and I go see my nephew. And he's like, what'd you do last night? I'm like, I slept in my car. And he just thinks it's, it, it, you would have thought I split the atom. He's like, how does, how does this fucking guy do it, dad? And it's not a good thing. We never get to sleep in the car and I'm 11. Yeah, I have a job, Nick. This sucks. <laughs> Did you tell them that's also Uncle Gino's apartment as well? or? My apartment. That's, that's how the <laughs> battery biscayne rocks it. <laughs> now, oh, I, that's better. Look at that shit. There you oh, go. Professional. Uh, like, I, I was talking to uh, Brian Clauder, I guess, who booked him, and he said, Gino promised he was going to be nice to you. I said, yeah, fucking right. Gino who? Gino <laughs> promised he was going to be nice to me on the show today. <laughs> like, I, like, that's it's a no, It's your show. I'm going to show you respect, you faggot. I'm not... <laughs> We're hanging out like that, no, dude. You know when you, but even the last time you came in, you wouldn't even fucking come into the studio for our show. So I had to wait around till you did Bill's show and start screaming faggot from the audience because I like you. <laughs> no, you didn't. I, I don't know if you remember that. I was just tired. I, I, it's not like you invited me to come into the studio for In Hot Water. I was just there to do Bill's show. And I said, uh, he said, why didn't you come into the studio, you faggot? I said, I just didn't feel like being called a faggot 25 times before uh, 9 a.m. And well, he, the first, the, 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 Jesus, <laughs> I look this huge on your screen. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. I don't know if you know this, guys. I don't want to freak you out, but there was there was reports of a giant cat coming by your studio to kill you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, the famous six Bisconti right there. <laughs> <laughs> she is. That she's like every other woman in my life. She's an insane, jealous maniac. Yeah. She doesn't like anyone but me. And then if if they're hanging out around me, she'll act all sweet to them. Because you know, like, oh, I can't, I can't try and kill you in front of Gino. And even I'll be like, I'm gonna. She'll just scratch and claw. My buddy Joe Bartman, great comic, was staying here two weeks ago while I was in L.A. And uh, I'm like, oh, it's perfect. Just stay at my apartment, you know. And I'll and, and you can feed the cat. He said he's like he's like had to sleep with one eye open. <laughs> yeah, those cats are fucking crazy. Not the, not the eye with you sleep open, Rob. That's an ass <laughs> joke because you're a faggot. Okay. <laughs> That's true. How does he do it? Six out of All right, I'm back. Well, but, but, but I don't know if you remember, uh, you didn't have to hang out because Bill Schultz never showed up, so you ended up having to co-host that show. Oh, that's what it, that's <laughs> what it was. Yeah, it all, it all blurs uh, when you drink as much as... I tell you, now, uh, how many days now without a drink? Uh, how many days? I would love to eight, know this. Eight days without a drink. Eight days. I gotta, eight days. The last time I went and did Bill's show, I brought a giant bottle of... Jameson, and you weren't even there. You were like in Delaware, so I didn't have you yeah. to drink with. Bill said he wasn't drinking. 
I don't know what the fuck happened there. And nobody else would drink it, so I'm sitting there like a loser, drinking a bottle of Jameson by myself at Compound Media. And then my buddy Will Noonan came to hang out with me and do some shows. He doesn't drink either. So I, Will Noonan, I love him. Yeah, it breaks my heart that he doesn't drink. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I said I invited him to my birthday party in August, and he was like, oh, well, my... Uh, my anniversary is right around your birthday, 10 years. Maybe I can relapse for your wine party because uh, it's at a winery. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fucking nuts. But in hot water, I got to tell you, there's a lot of buzz about the show. That's one of the like best uh, shows that people are, t as far as people talking about it and uh, enjoying it. I, I, and I would tell you, the show is, and this is why it's so good. That, like, like people joke around. And, and, and again, I know... I do, I sound, it's so good. I hear myself say that, but this is why people like it so much, myself included. Because all it really has become is, all it ever really was, was me and Berg trying to crack each other up. Like, it's not like there's, you know, it's not like there's some, like, you know, ego or attitude between us. It's like when people are like, yeah, do they have writers? No, we, our writers are our fucking fans. They tweet stories they want to hear about, which if you watch the show, we, we get to less and less every day. Yeah. Uh, and we just take turns cracking each other up. And, and Garrett, like people that watch the show get it. He's the funniest fucking guy of the three of us, you know? Yeah. So what the show is, but there's times, and I'll say this, it's again, it's like I said with my with my album. Uh, like I didn't want to listen to it. And as, as a comic, like you don't, like I do my Geno's Picks football videos and I'm telling you, I write them, I laugh while I'm writing them, I shoot them. And then when I, when, after I'm done filming them, like I don't watch them because because I, I don't want to watch me and I know it was funny when I did it and I trust it, you know? Yeah. When it comes to In Hot Water, there's two shows I say that I watch. One is In Hot Water because I'll go to watch a clip of something Berg said or something I didn't even realize I said. I'll see it, I'll laugh, and then I'll find myself watching another 20 minutes, right? And the other one is Family Guy. And when I watch either one of those shows, yeah. I'm laughing going, and you, I say it on show all the time, I'm like, this is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. The other day we had a story about a baby who got water, a coffee thrown on her. And you saw Berg Skypes in like with the Conan face, yeah. with the Conan, the, the baby face in his mouth. And the baby's face is retarded. The hair standing up and he's just, Berg going, ah. <laughs> I, and I hear myself saying it and I'll say it again. It's stupid. It's so stupid. But the, but the comics come on. And we have other guests that come on when they get on board. Like we had a celebrity chef. Uh, we had a celebrity chef. Uh, they're like, they're like, you shouldn't let her bite you. I'm like, yeah. See, I'm a bad. Parent. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm, yeah. The one that, I'm the one that like, oh my, my kid's perfect. My kid's perfect. Then he goes and shoots up a school. <laughs> Why do you have kids wearing bulletproof vests? What's yeah. wrong with you? I'm that bad parent. Yeah, he must. You, they must have been picking on him. Uh. <laughs> Look at this happy face. Yeah. I will. You all. <laughs> I'm a dog person. I have a dog. I, uh, the, I the, let me tell you something. Dogs in my feet, the dogs, studio. I really do. But I grew up. There you go. There's a. I'm gonna do such things to your colon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Well, there you go. Hey, you and Gino have that in common with your pets, don't you? Cut that part out. Uh. <laughs> Here's what I was going to say. I uh, I grew up on a farm, so I always had, you know, I always had outside animals. That's why I'm nuts with this one, because my last girlfriend, Sarah, they'll never find her body. No. Uh, we got a cat. She made us keep it inside, and I realized, like, how fun it is to just have an indoor cat. But I love dogs, but I, I, I wouldn't want one in the city, because I just, even a small one, I don't think I'd be able to spend enough time with them. You can see a cat. She's walking away now. Yeah. Walk away, Sarah. I mean six. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like a dog. And, and don't get me wrong. I know you're... Well, so you live in Jersey anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm in yeah, New Zealand. You, yeah. you have like more space and maybe even a yard. You don't get that shit here. Yeah. yeah. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that. But don't get me wrong. Like I know people that really commit to their dogs and that's great. I don't know what my point was. Oh, yeah. Sarah's... <laughs> a, all right. So... <laughs> But yeah, go on. Tell me more about my show. The show oh, that's what I was saying. Um, <laughs> when we get other guests on that aren't even comics, like we had a celebrity chef on Monday, uh, Monday or Tuesday, I think it was Monday. And, you know, he's just, we're, we're plugging his product. He's got these whatever rubs and stuff. And we're talking about like people he worked for. And then next thing you know, like Berg Skypes in as Emerald Lagasse and he's just farting because he's Emerald Lagasse. It's really clever shit. A lot of you aren't going to get it. And, uh, he, uh, the guy goes right along with it. He's like, he's like, hey, Rodney. And he's like, hey, boss. And it just, the fans love that. You know, the fans love that these people that have real jobs and lives and goals come out and be like, hey, I could be stupid for an hour with these guys. You know, so it's great. It's, it's, it it's is. Just, 
I don't know how we wound up doing this. It's a but, it's a fun yeah. show, and people that go to New York, you have to go out and see if you're ever sitting there just watching uh, Berg and the. Uh, in the uh, you know behind the glass there uh, doing all his voices and cracking himself up. That's uh, <laughs> oh, it's, that, that's how you know it's good when yeah. when when fucking one of us is losing our mind laughing. Yeah. Like that's that's how you know. Like I'll look over Burke, he'll be his face will be beat red. But yeah, and vice versa. But oh, I, so I was saying not drinking eight nine days now because like I said, I, this is what I say all the time. Like I'm really I'm really good at drinking. I am, and I know that sounds like an alcoholic, and maybe it is. But whenever I stop drinking, people are like, well, why'd you stop drinking? You know, they're always like, what did you do? And I, I get vindictively angry. I'm like, nothing. I'm better than you. I didn't I didn't punch a woman. I didn't get behind the wheel of a car. Not today. <laughs> I, just, I just got in my car the other day, put on my seatbelt. I'm like, why can I suddenly feel a bulge where my liver is? Why, why, why is this rubbing against the seatbelt? Oh, because I drank a bottle of Jameson with a homeless person in Venice Beach. Maybe that's why. Now, now, how long are you gonna? Uh, how, how long are you gonna quit drinking for? Will you be drinking uh, in August at all? Because uh, I wanted you to come out to Vineland for my birthday party. <laughs> are you? From, you know, I'm from Vineland, born and raised. Yeah. I don't mean to brag. Eat your heart out. Me and Mike Trout were born in the same hospital. And me, we we the three I'm of us. About a quarter of a century apart. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, Rob? I'm drinking. Uh, I'm not drinking. To, well, here's the bet. Then we'll get to your party. Yeah. Uh, because. Because it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm not, it's not what I'm not doing. It's what I am doing. It's not that I'm not drinking. It's that I am gambling. Yeah. And I bet with Aaron Berg and the fans yeah. that I could go, uh, I could go a month without drinking. I'd like to go through it. I said I could go a month. And if I made it till the 18th of August, when Berg gets back from a trip, he will take two blue chews, wear a Speedo and watch porn to start our show that Monday. So we're very excited about well, that. Well, well, my party's August 17th. You can't uh, quit a day, uh, start a day earlier. Oh, no, I can do the 17th. I, I, if it's a day early, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get dispensation from Berg for that one day. It's going to be a winery in Landisville, like right outside of Island. What's that? It's going to be at a winery in Landisville, right outside oh, of Island. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Look at you. Pull, ahoy, Paloy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, white trash. Yeah. A winery in Landisville. Yeah. We're, 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 we're yeah, yeah, six, don't make that face. They make wine in South Jersey. You know why it's called Vineland? Do you know? Do you know? No. Uh, here's what. Because, and I remember as a kid growing up, Garden Road, I grew up on Garden Road in the Garden State, eat your heart out. And uh, <laughs> uh, it's called Vine, and there were there were grapevines everywhere. Like there were grapevines on, on my house growing up, I missed that. Uh, but because the soil, and Vineland, for those of you scoring at home who don't know this, uh, fuck you Trenton, fuck Camden. Yeah. Vineland is the largest city in New Jersey area-wise. It is, because it's one person, eight acres of farm, two more people, nine acres of farm. Couple colored people, we don't talk to them. Yes. But <laughs> more, it's a lot more than a couple nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Oh, please, it's so segregated. But anyway, so it's a, uh, it's all farmland. So when it was first, you know, settled by all these fucking Italians, uh, they're like, uh, they figured Italians are such. They figured we would just grow grapes and stop them. They're like, the soil's really great. Yeah, you're gonna grow grapes, so we'll call it Vineland. And the Italians, I always imagine, like. Well, you know, we could grow a lot of other stuff. We could grow eggplants. We could grow tomatoes. We could grow peppers. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to grow wine. We're going to call it vinyl, you dumb one. And they just walked away from it. But it's, it's, it's some of the – like, I grew up on a farm. So, like, I, 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 I ate nothing but fresh vegetables growing up. Like, we used to have canned drives in school. We'd have to go to the store, buy cans to bring to the drive because we didn't – they're like, well, don't you have cans? I'm like, no. No, don't you live on a farm? Doesn't your uncle live across the street? Oh, my God. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, Gina disappeared. These are the people I always talk about. Look, look. Yes. look. Very that's nice. Mother. That's my dad. That's Aunt Olga. Uh. That's a, they all died of cancer. Anyway, yeah, my, my dad did too. <laughs> but, uh, did but you it, see the guest we had? We had a guest on this week. Another great fucking thing. We, uh, what was it? Wednesday, we had a guest on my buddy Kirk Smith. Uh, knew, knew when he was out here. He lived. He, he went to fucking LA. I didn't. There's so much I didn't know about him. But he has a kid with autism, 20 years old. His wife couldn't deal with it anymore. She offed herself three years ago. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, she's, she's like, I'm like, you divorced. Like, well, my wife died. How'd she die? She took her own life. And I go like this. Ah! <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at Aaron and, and and Garrett, the producer. I'm like, we only laugh at my dead parents. Like, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I guess that's the way it works. Yeah. I'll figure it out. 
So, well, Eugenio, you know, uh, myself, you, and Mike Trout were all born in the same hospital, the defunct uh, Nukem. So, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of common there. So, you need to come back out in Violent and start drinking the 17. Did you want to take a call? There's somebody on the line for you. Oh, I'd love, I'd love to take a call. It's probably speech impediment, man. I'd imagine. <laughs> hey, this is. Hey, speech impediment, man. I, I want to speak yeah. to Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Hey. Don Rickles. Hey. Speech and better, man. Thank you again. Guy came out to my to, to two of my shows out in LA. How great were those shows, buddy? How great were they? They were great. They were great. Hey, let me ask you something. I mean, yes. you and and me are kind of the same. When we get <laughs> on a rant, retarded. We no. When we get on a rant, we get going. But I mean, sometimes my brain overloads my mouth. Do you ever have that problem? <laughs> what overloads Rob Soul's mouth? Now, now, who drinks more, you or Rob Salk? Because I know Rob's a big alcoholic. Well, yeah, that's uh, true. Rob, me and Rob have been known to cause some trouble over at Sullivan's across yeah. the street. Yeah. But, uh, well, right now, it's obviously Rob. I, th I, I think Rob, being a genuine drinker like myself, you go in streets, right? Like, like that's what yeah. you know, like, like real alcoholics or people that suck at it. They get hammered one night or they're drunk all the time. Like, I just get really drunk and then all of a sudden my liver's like, uh, we're done. Uncle. Take three days off. Right. So say, now, whatever, whatever happened with that fight between Bill Schultz and Kevin Brennan? Bill who? Schultz. Bill Schultz. <laughs> you know, the, what, you yeah, know, the guard from Hogan's Hero. Bill Schultz or whatever. It was never really a fight. It's it just Kevin. I say this, like, I don't know why. Uh, what? Is it me? Whenever I'm around people, they tend to lose their marbles. Fucking, uh, I was on the Real Ass Podcast. <laughs> Yeah. You are like the Billy May of comedy. Yeah, you are on it. Nonsense. A roll. What? No, I can't understand. Speech. Can you let? Can you let Gino get a sentence? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I work with him a lot. I just feel like I thought he was done, and I want to know what were you saying? I apologize. No, I'm saying you are the Billy May of comedy. Once you get on a roll, you keep going. And, and I love like that May, about you. Also, <laughs> no, honestly, God, why did Stuttering John, you were the one listening, right? Speech impediment man. So Yeah, I don't know what his gig is. He's being a dickhead lady. Uh, Stuttering John, you know, can I, let me, me get on. Stuttering John, he's an untalented piece of shit. The wait, 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 you broke up there, Rob. Say it again. I, I heard you. I wanted to say it again. He's an untalented <laughs> piece of shit. I mean, that just rides the coattails. I used to work for Howard Stern. I used to work for Jay Leno. Yeah, but you're suck now. You don't do anything Mark, now. Watch me pay compliments to everyone from Shuley to Speech and Betterment, man. <laughs> like, the thing about Howard Stern... That I've said, you're going to have to shut up in less than one minute, Speech and Betterment, man. I'm trying to pay you a compliment. Yeah. Uh, Surely, okay. like Howard Stern is a guy that fucking is the greatest icon in the history of radio. He is. And, yes. But he gets these stupid people like Stuttering John and, and, and you know, like, I, I don't even want to say, but Stuttering John's a prototypical one, like, oh my God, he, they think, you know, Casey, they think like that, that, that Howard Stern was like, I'm a terrible DJ and I really need to, need to find some, some hilarious people to fucking carry my show. And they don't realize he was just being made fun of. Stuttering John never had a stutter. And yeah. the karma is coming back. Like, if you've ever seen someone with a genuine stutter, it's disheartening, it's disturbing, you want to cry. Fucking, I want to cry when Stuttering John talks for completely different reasons. Yeah. He has no talent. <laughs> Fucking, this is what pissed me off about him. Fucking, when I opened for Artie at the Nokia Center in 2015, and let me say this, because he's because Artie is the greatest, most loyal guy in the business, but right now, unfortunately, he's loyal to heroin. Yeah. And he put me on the show. Uh, he actually didn't even put me on the show. He said... It was so funny. We were hanging out at Caroline's and he's like, hey, I want you to do a show with me in Milwaukee and Detroit. And then as he's walking away, and I remember it now, he's such a great guy. He's like, hey, and I'm in LA uh, in J July, you should come out. And that's what he said. And I just took it like, do that, doing the Nokia, you should come out. So I thought he meant I should be on the show. Fast forward to a, a month or a week, whatever later, and I'm on his show, the old Artie Lang uh, show on, on DirecTV. Yeah. And talking about the dates and I'm like, and I'm with you 
in LA. It's online. You can find the clip. And I go, and I'm with you in LA on, on July, whatever. And he goes, are you? I'm like, yeah. You told me you added that show. He's like, did I? And I'm like, yeah. You said you should come out too. He's like, oh, I was just inviting you. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. He's like, and then on the air, he goes, no, no, just do the show with me. So it's me. It's fucking Dean Del Rey and it's Stuttering John. Oh, okay. God. Okay, so I get there, and I'm telling this story to make it long, and hopefully it'll get traction, and it'll get back to John, and people can call him a piece of shit. I'll send so, it to him. <laughs> so the thing about John is, you said it, Rob. Yeah. Fucking, he went to Jay Leno. It just furthered his delusion and self-unawareness, because Jay Leno took him, because he's, Jay Leno was struggling. He's like, I need a younger crowd. Rather than, than be better and work towards writing a younger show, he's like, I'll just take Stuttering John, and I'll get all the people from Howard Stern. Yeah. Which, but Stuttering John thinks he's some kind of genius. He goes, he sucks for a month till they hide him in the back room. Fast forward to me bumping into him that night, second time I met him. And and I didn't expect him to remember me, but I go up to him like, like, hey, John, you know, before the show, hey, John, how you doing? And he's like, who are you? Not, not, uh, sorry, I forgot. Who are you? And I'm like, and I go, hey, Gino Visconti, uh, second time, long time. I love doing that one. Yeah. I'm like, I met you like a couple years ago at the cellar with our friend, Carrie Caravis, great female comedian. And he goes, oh, I don't remember. I'm like, and I go, okay. So I, I'm like, and I, and I bite my tongue because I don't give a fuck. I'm in a great mood. Uh, and I go, hey, uh, what are you up to nowadays? And this is what gets me. And I talked about this on the show just as, just yesterday yeah. with our guest, Alex Pacher, a great young comedian. Uh, and I go, uh, I say, I go, what are you up to now? And he goes like this, I'm just doing comedy now. That's what, look at my face. Yeah. <laughs> and I said this to Alex and it's a fact. Comedy isn't something you choose. It steals your soul. It takes you. You don't do it as a fallback plan. Yeah. You go with no fallback plan and when he said that i was like you so then fast forward i go up to the guy uh sully that, that runs the show and i'm like i'm like how much you want me to do before i bring up dean and he's like no no we're tag teaming you know what that means so it's like well not what you think it means rob <laughs> oh, i got excited for it doesn't, it doesn't involve four other men so, <laughs> go ahead I, i'm going nowhere in this business but i think i'm hilarious you so, are uh, hilarious go. So, so tag team. So I, I love you, Gino. You're great. I love you, Speak. So I go. Up. I can't wait to see you. I'll be out there in October. I want to do your show, and then want to do Rob's show, and then want to do Steve Grillo's show. Uh, oh, I, oh, I gotta call Grillo. Don't come out the second week, October seventh through fourteenth. I'm back in LA watching a couple Chargers games, doing the Ice House, wherever they're dumb enough to put me up the improv. Uh, so any other week, okay? All right. Well, thanks, Speech. Well, okay. Talk to you later. Uh, right. Bye. Love you, speech impediment, man. All kidding aside, he calls in our show, and we're yeah. like, I'm like, you don't have a speech impediment. You just talk really slowly. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay, Dino. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I uh, I crushed for 10 minutes, and look at me. I don't mean like I could have gone up there and just just drew fucking circles in the air. I have to be funny for 10 minutes while I'm, while people are rabid for fucking Artie Lang. So I go up and I fucking get him. I kill. Dean Del Rey goes up and goes fine. Then Stuttering John goes up. And and the thing is, he's so unaware, he doesn't realize, one, that he's not funny, but more importantly, that 99% of the people came to see Artie and 1% came to see Artie and heckle Stuttering John. You know what I mean? Yeah. He goes up in front of like 3,000 people and he's so bad. One, he's not funny. By the end, he takes his cell phone and tries to do a bit playing a voicemail and they just heckle him off stage. He's so humiliated. Yeah. So John was so humiliated. Stuttering John Melendez was so humiliated. He walks off stage without bringing up Artie. So he walks aside. Artie's like, you got to bring me up. So he goes back up. He brings Artie up. And then later he's like, oh, that crowd fucking, there were people talking. They wanted to fuck. And he just didn't fucking accept responsibility. A year later, this is, and this is the payoff. A year later, he does the Artie Lang podcast, which I've been his sidekick for a year. He comes on. He's in the studio. Like, you would think you'd be imprinted from that night. Like, if you are a good comedian, you remember all your bomb sets. Do you understand that? Yeah. Like, you remember every show you've done, Rob Saul, every terrible performance. I do. You, <laughs> you remember, so I go, like, hey, and I just say, hey, John, like, he's gonna remember. He's like, and he goes, who are you? And I'm like, that's it, that's it. So we're sitting on the podcast, and every time he says, like, when I was on The Tonight Show, I would go, you were on The Tonight Show? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, by the fifth time I did it, he's like, yeah. What were you on? And I go, nothing. But you, you were on The Tonight Show, and he lost his mind. He's hated me ever since. And and this is the point of it. Out of the blue, last week, he's doing a podcast. I'm about, I don't even know what. Speech Impediment Man calls me. Yeah, there was a point to this. Speech Impediment Man calls me and says, uh, excuse me, texts me, and he says, uh, hey, did you uh, 
did you uh, get into a fight with John while you're out there? I'm like, why would I talk to John? He's like, he's going off on your podcast. Out of the blue, in the middle of his podcast, he brings this exact story up, how I called him a no-account loser. And and the, uh, the thing is, you know why? Because he knows I'm right. Fucking, I've been told I'm a hack countless times. I only remember three of them. It fucking eats him alive that he knows that he's a fucking hack. And that's why he brings it up fucking eight years fucking later. So to get back to your point, Rob, yeah, I agree. He's okay. a no-talent fucking hack. I want all of this to get back to him because all the shit he said about me and the rant, I was giggling. He's like, he's like, no one likes you at the cellar. I'm like, the cellar? Do you think I want to work the fucking cellar? The ce- and Comedy Central? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I put out my work and then people listen like at the beginning of the show, great album. Yeah, that's all I give a fuck about. All John has ever wanted was attention. Yeah. Was attention. It oh. is. Yeah, the, okay. the audience was terrible that night. They had taste. But uh, Kevin Goch... Yeah. Ke- Kevin Goatee's watching. He said, start making out, you queefs. Fucking uh, uh, so. Goatee. Man, as long as, hold on, while, uh, while uh, Goatee, Kevin's watching. Goatee, listen, Goatee, I cannot wait to bet the under on the fucking Browns. I cannot wait to bet the under on the Browns. I can't wait to bet the over on the fucking G-Men. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. I don't even know what the numbers are. Well, believe like, it or not, I'm not into sports, but Mike wanted to talk to you Gino. about some uh, Geno's picks. Mike, let if me tell you, uh, yeah. take the over on the Giants, and if you watch Doing my that. video, you know there's a 32% chance I'm right about that. But go on, go on. Um, I want to give you a stone-cold lock week one. I don't care what the line is. We Stone Cold Lock, Rob. Stone Don't Cold be- Lock. Sorry, I started touching myself. My name's not <laughs> Jeff Paul, so you can actually listen to those words. Um, my Stone Cold Lock week one, I don't care what the line is, is take the Los Angeles Chargers at home against the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts are a little overrated. Absolutely. You know, you know Melvin Gordon is not going to play for the Chargers this year. Doesn't matter. The, <laughs> the Chargers are going to cover. And what's the Guaranteed. line? You know you're I don't care what what the but, line but is. The Chargers are covering. You must have a reason for this. Like, here's why I want the under on the fucking Browns, and I don't know the line. I want the under on the Browns season total because I think Odell Beckham Jr. is a prima donna and a cancer. Oh, he's I a pussy. Baker Mayfield is going to be a solid QB. He's getting far too much credit. Wait till the first time he misses fucking Baker Mayfield on a wide open play or throws a pick on the other side of the field. Fucking, he can't help himself. He's an emotional fucking sociopath. And that will rip the team apart. Same thing. Fast forward to the Giants or flip over to the Giants. Suddenly Eli Manning has all the time in the world and he's spreading the ball to a bunch of young, talented receivers without in the back of his head. Uh, Not after today. Not after today what? Uh, Corey Coleman tore his ACL and and Sterling Shepard broke his thumb. Okay, Corey Coleman does not factor in. He's been a bust since he was drafted in the first round by the Cleveland Browns. Daddy knows shit. And uh, Sterling Shepard, a broken thumb, will not keep him out past maybe week one or two. And I find when you break a thumb, you know who's legendary with that? Uh, Antonio Freeman, receiver for the fucking Packers, couldn't used to drop everything thrown to him. Then he broke a fucking thumb or finger in his hand, uh, and he had to wear a. He was playing with a cast, and he suddenly concentrated so much more on catching the fucking ball that he had the greatest hands in the game after that. So you just, now I'm doubling fucking down. Double down. <laughs> That's a gambler's logic. It's like someone will refute it with absolute fact. You'll be like, here's why I've done more. Now, now uh, uh, Gino, I don't know if you noticed, Mike Carina, he's actually got a real fucking stutter. Uh, Mike, who, uh, yeah, my co-host here. He's do. got a, t- tell him Dude, what's... honest to God, I, I, I fucking know Mike. But I didn't know your last name was Karina. I'm like, who's Mike Karina? Oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. What, tell him what type of comedian you are. I, oh, fuck you. He <laughs> can't, you're, you're can't say his STs well. Um, <laughs> I, Is it a stutter or a lisp? It's, it's a, it's, yeah, there we go. It's a stutter. That's how, yeah, he can't say his I mean, he, he struggles not, with the S's. I'm not the kind of stutterer that'll be like, 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 like that. I, it's more right. like me not being a, like, elongating word sounds because I can't get them out of my mouth. Yeah. I got excited again. Pass on that one, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So, uh, oh, man. Yeah, so Gino, you're uh, you're excited about football season, I'd imagine. I'm fucking so pumped. Training camp started. I'm bummed that the Chargers, because you know I'm a huge Chargers fan, I'm bummed Mm -hmm. that Gordon's holding out. I understand. Fucking Colin Coward. Do you guys listen to Colin Coward? Not, not recently. 
that's the guy that well he's the guy i listen to i enjoy listening to him like it's you get old like if th that's my new routine like after the show in the morning i'll fucking walk back like 40 block like i don't know whatever it is like like 40 minutes home and i'll listen to him uh or i'll put it on while i'm taking a nap but he he said it perfectly like i understand why melvin gordon is holding out because running back think about this he said it and it make running backs the last position in the nfl that you're allowed to still kill the guy you understand you can't touch the quarterback. You can't hit a receiver. Fucking, uh, what's it? you can't even crack back block an offensive lineman anymore, thank God. But the ball, the, 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 once that guy gets the ball, you could fucking decapitate him. So Melvin Gordon is in the fourth, is like about to start the fifth year of his rookie deal. And he's like, look, you got to fucking pay me a big deal because I'm a great running back and I'm going to die. You know, there's a good chance I could die this year. And the Chargers, and this is why it's a business and it makes complete sense when you hear it, increasingly teams are just drafting running backs, if you take him in a high round, like if you don't get him like later, which is good. But when you take a running back in the high round, like with the exception of a guy like Gurley or fucking Ezekiel, because they're really good, you just sign him to that four-year deal with a fifth-year extension and you let the wheels fall off and you get a new one. And Anthony Lynn is so was a running back in the NFL. He's a great, you know, offensive-minded running backs coach. And he's got Eckler, he's got Justin something, uh, Justin Cunison. Justin uh, something. And Booney McNegro. Uh, he's got these guys, and he, he'll just fucking use them. So I don't think they're going to sign fucking, you know, uh, Melvin Gordon. I'm bummed, but it's a business, and I get it. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I can't bet enough on them against the, uh, the the Colts opening week. You never told me why, kid stutter. You never told me why, regardless. You know why? Of because that line's probably going to open up at the Chargers minus uh, two and a half for them, for them being – being home and there's so much hype on the Colts right right now like they're like favorites to to contend with the with the Patriots and they're and historically oh, last last year you, with know, the, you know what that statement is you know what that statement is Mike it's just 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 stupid go on <laughs> well I'm just saying it happened last year with the Saints they uh they came out of the gate tumbling yeah. and i don't think they're going stumbling. i don't think they're gonna go on the road week week one against a good chargers team and cover the spread but okay and, and, and that's why i love gambling because because there's no right answer and i understand that but if melvin gordon isn't in camp all right you got that distraction two chargers don't have any home games you know that they play at that fucking you know they play at that glorified soccer stadium and there's always more fans from the other team there you know, and, and by the way, I have no problem with that. I was at, I was at a couple games last year. Actually, I didn't go any last year. Two, two, no, last year I went. Uh, no, two years ago. I apologize. Doesn't matter. I'm at the Eagles game, and yeah. in, in, in fucking it was called StubHub then. I don't know what it's called now. And these fans are, are sitting there going like, "You should be." This is how dumb fucking fans are. They're like, "You should be embarrassed." There's more Eagles fans here than Chargers fans. And I looked at the guy and I said, and I've talked about this ever since. I looked at the guy and like. Are you dumb? I'm like, I, I didn't say you're dumb because I don't want to get beat up in the middle of a fucking beach vacation. But I said, yeah. look, uh, <laughs> if you were an Eagles fan, you would leave the cold, of cold winters of Philadelphia and move to L.A. and still be an Eagles fan. If you were a Bears fan, you would leave the wind and fucking chill of winters there, uh, move to L.A. and still be a Bears fan. You'd leave the rain of Seattle. You would leave the fucking heat of Dallas. You would leave the fucking humidity of Miami to move to L.A. and still be fans of the Seahawks, the Texans, the Cowboys. The, the Dolphins, right? Can I ask you something? Can you name the one city in the world you wouldn't leave to move to LA? Can you name the one city? San Diego, you fucking idiots! <laughs> <laughs> then moving from San Diego to LA would be fucking driving three hours every fucking Sunday to watch a team that abandoned you play in a fucking soccer stadium the size of your backyard. You'd be better off just fucking driving across town to watch your ex-girlfriend fuck her new guy in the back of a camper. Stop it! I've done that. Uh, excuse me. Uh, so there's no home field advantage. Uh, but but are there really enough Colts oh, fans in yeah. general? I, I treated myself. There's like six paper towels there. Look, yeah, yeah. Daddy's not fucking around. <laughs> See, I'm not sure that there are enough Colts fans in existence to really pack out oh, the fucking no, You've got to be since Peyton Manning. There's 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 so many Colts fans. So many Colts fans. Uh, I mean, that's what they love talking about whenever they show a charge game. Oh, look at all the whatever. Look at all the white jerseys here. Look at you know. Look at all the look at all the red Bronco. Ugh. 
whatever. Rob but, has no uh, input to this uh, sports thing, one, segment, so he's getting shot. Mike, I never, Mike, I never bet the Chargers. You know, because they're well, because they're my team. Unless I have to pick them uh, in a video because they're on a, a Monday night game or something. But I never do because they can only break my heart. You know, they can only if I bet for them and they they lose, I lose twice. If I bet against them and they win, at least I'm happy. But I don't touch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like me with the Giants the last few few years. Uh, all right. I don't know how we got onto football, but yeah, my, my videos, Gino's picks, please. You got to watch them. They're fucking, I'm so good with them. And God, I am. I'm an arrogant motherfucker. You know what it is? Let me say this. The three things that I'm doing now, I just really, like I lucked into it. Look, I'm 50. I got the reps in. I never had a plan. But between the morning show, the stand-up comedy I'm doing, uh, and the, these football videos, you know, and the sports shit I write at night, everything I'm doing, I just really, it, it just fucking it kind of found me from me doing what i wanted to do and i just love it i just really enjoy it so and the videos i'm doing like i've been doing these geno's picks we're starting season i think season 12 this year wow yeah and when i started doing them it's a web series because when you do videos for 11 years and they never make it to tv it's a web series yes that's what we have here yeah (laughs) please but when i first started doing them i I mean i'm like oh these are great because i combine I, the, the whole premise of them, and please, people, Google Geno's picks. Watch one video. Uh, the whole premise was I love sports and I love comedy, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell jokes about sports while I'm breaking down the games. And then just to add a third element, I'm like, I'll gamble on it. But the, the, this is what gets me. The lines I always picked were just whichever team the joke made fun of at the end of the, the fucking pick, I'd pick against them in the spread. So if I made a joke about the fucking rant, the, the Colts in that game, I'd be like, take the Chargers, you know? So it's not even me picking it. And the first year I did it, you know what I was against the spread, Mike? You ready? Going into Thanksgiving, and I wasn't picking all the games. I was picking this four Thursday night football. Three Monday games, excuse me, three Sunday, and the one Monday night game. Going into Thanksgiving, I was 74% against the spread. Wow. It's retarded. And, and again, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. It was it was completely dumb luck. I don't want to announce the credit for that. I don't want to piss off the gambling gods. And I would always say to my friend who's a bookie, he's like, He'd be like, he'd be like, you are fucking doing great. And I would always say this. I'd be like, yeah, I'm just picking the easiest games. And he'd look at me and be like, that proves you have no idea what you're doing. (laughs) So so then, uh, then I tailed off at the end uh, and I finished it like 63% on the year after the playoffs and everything, because I had to pick playoff games. I couldn't pick the ones, whichever ones I wanted. So then the second year and gamblers will love this and respect it. The second year, I'm like, why is everyone making money on me? Why aren't I making money on me? I'm going to start betting my picks. How'd I do that year, Mike? How'd I do? (laughs) 38%. 39%. It might have been 38 and I rounded up. (laughs) I I would tell people, you know, it's as hard to pick. It's as hard to pick 60% wrong as it is right. So from that year on, I stopped. And I've been been over 50% every year but one. And I've been over the magical 52.37%, which with, with the juice you win, fucking every year, including this year. This year is gambling in a nutshell. This year, but at the start of December, I was 33% against the spread. And I was laughing because, and everyone's like, you suck. And I, and I would just sit there. I'm like, anyone that says I suck doesn't really gamble. And they just want to bust my balls. Mm. Because, look, I'm picking terribly, but I'm not changing what I've been doing for 11 years. I'm like, I'm just not getting a single break. I went on such a run after that by doing nothing differently. Just by the end of the year, I finished at 53%. And again, this isn't me taking credit. This is me saying why we love gambling because there's no fucking logic to it. You know, nope. I would bet something like there's no way I should have won that fucking bet, but you do. And and that's why real gamblers don't talk about, you know, you'll always hang out with these guys. Be like, yeah, you'll talk to them on Tuesday. They're like, yeah, I, and they'll tell you all the games they won. No, real gamblers will sit there. When you win a game, Bill Burr said it perfectly. Because gambling is like comedy. He's like, comedy is funny because something goes wrong. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you don't say, oh, I went out today. I went to work. I came home. I bought a, a loaf of bread and a, a bottle of milk and came home to my wife. No, it's what happened when you went to buy the milk and stuff. And that's gambling. Like, real gamblers, you see me on this show. I show the ways I lose because when I win a bet, it's like, well, of course I won the bet. Wasn't it obvious? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I had that the whole way. But when you lose it, you're like, how the fuck? There was a game. You'll remember this because it was your fucking Giants, Mike. I was, it was early in the season. I've gone 0-3, 0-4 if you include my Thursday night pick. And it's Sunday night football. 
Fucking your Giants are getting killed by the Falcons. You're getting uh, the, the, the Falcons. Oh, I bet that fucking game. Oh the my are, god! Do you remember the Falcons are laying oh, like? Oh god! Falcons are laying six and a half. Okay, Falcons are laying six and a half, and the Giants are down by thirteen. It's the end of the game, and you know they're in a prevent defense. And they they march down the field. The Falcons let them. They get to the two yard line with no timeouts. They keep in bounds, and there's fifty seconds left. First and goal at like the one yard line, and Eli Manning tries to sneak it in. He tries to sneak it in. He doesn't get in. Clock keeps running. So I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Keep going. So it's it's second and goal. Manning tries to sneak it in again. I'm like, yes. So there's like 10 seconds left on the clock. I'm like, they don't even care anymore. Phase back. He hits fucking Odell Beckham Jr. dragging his feet through the end zone. Fucking, they cover by six, not six and a half. Yep. Illusion. And that I remember. The Giants still lose. It meant nothing. And then everyone's like, you stink. And I'm like showing the video. I'm like, I'm like, he just looks like he's catching a bag of my money and running into the And here's why and I remember that so well. Now. Do you ever laugh about like a bet you won? Unless it was like, unless you covered on that. You're like, you don't even laugh. You're like, I can't believe I, I fucking, I fucking stole that money. That, that's why these videos, I fucking, I love them. They're called Gino's Picks. Put a link in. Check whatever. it out, Gino's Picks. And Gino, I want to, if I can uh, switch back around to In Hot Water, I got to talk about it. Got a lot of breakout stars from there. You got Chrissy uh, Mayer and uh, Mike Figgs. Just say Chrissy Mayer and Mike Figgs. That's where you're, yeah. just Go on, go on. Don't let me love those two. But uh, I mean, the show is uh, uh, fantastic. It's got a big following. People love uh, uh, tuning in. A, a compliment. He show he walks away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my question to you is, as as a viewer watching it and then going in there, everything seems to be done so effortlessly, and it's uh, it's still funny. How much of the show would you say do you prepare for as opposed to improv with uh, in hot water? Out of curiosity. Here's that like it's so funny thank you i'm just I, i'm doing all iced coffee now because it's less acidic where's this go here all right so that's broken um what was i gonna say it's so funny because mike ward one of the greatest compliments we ever got mike ward was on kumia and one of the greatest compliments we ever get from kumia when he's like he's like you gotta watch the in hot water show it's, it's, they say shit i wouldn't say mike ward was on kumia once and they're talking about the show because they're so great to us i cannot thank anthony kumia and, and keep the cut Top it up for putting up with our ridiculousness. It's and Mike Ford is on the show with Pantelis. They do the Friday show, Two Drink Minimum. Great fucking show. Uh, actually, Ward's with uh, Landau and Pantelis. Well, Ward is and Pantelis are with Landau in Canada right now. And Ward's on the stage. He's like talking about show loud. He's like, yeah. He's like, how many writers do they have on that show? And fucking Kumi just starts going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like Jameson is Gino's head writer. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Jameson. It, it really is flawless, it's seamless, forgive me. It's not flawless, which makes it funny. When we fuck up, it's even funnier. Yeah, That's but it's effortless, you know? It's, it's good. The whole 12-minute owl bit started because Berg said, Berg said, Berg said uh, slow cooker instead of pressure cooker. He's like, hey, you just, you just put the owl in the slow cooker for 12 minutes. I'm like, the slow cooker? Are you sure you want? And, and he's laughing. And then it becomes a t-shirt. Um, but really, it's what I said. It, it, it's us trying to crack each other up. What 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 the basic thing is now is fucking Berg will find stories that fans said on the In Hot Water page. If something's bothering us, we'll talk about it. He'll send me the stories. Uh, I'll wake up every morning to fucking five or six stories. I'll read them on the subway over. Uh, it, we'll do. It's really become a staple now. He used to not sit down as much, but thank God he listens. And we'll just talk for five, ten minutes at the beginning, and then we'll just... We'll just fucking see where it goes. It literally could go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, if you watch a show, we get the stories less and less. But but it really is, God, I, I guess it's improv. Because it's just, but it's just me and Berg hanging out, yeah. trying to get the other guy up. And it's just fucking gold. You know, and Berg is such a, we like, if you saw the show Wednesday, Berg, Berg is like, he. I think anyone who's great in comedy has to be, you have to be your biggest fan and you have to be your worst critic, you know? Yeah. And there's got to be a balance between the two. And I've gotten to that balance, but we all have these moments where like that voice that thinks you suck is winning. And it's like, no, you suck. It's like, I've said this, like I had this conversation yesterday with Alex, uh, for sure. It's, it's like when you're, or Robbie Goldman, it's like when you're doing a show in front of a hundred or a thousand people, say you're doing a show in front of a hundred people, 99% of 99 people are laughing, losing their mind. And one guy is, and you're looking at that guy going, this guy, you're right. These people, these yeah. people are fucking stupid. You're right. I'm terrible. Yeah. And, that's that's the critic, which that's when the critic wins. But Berg, and this gets back to the show, Berg, like, 
I see all the stuff that's funny because that's my job in that chair. Yeah. Like host chair. But do not ever think fucking Berg's not steering it as much as me. I'm just, but I have the vision and I see like what to tap and stuff. And yeah. sometimes, but it's like, I'm watching the show and I see all the funny stuff. And, and when it's slow, I'll pick it up. Berg just, Berg just assumes everything's going to be funny. And he's right 99% of the time. So that one time that something's not funny, he'll notice it and be like, ah, that show sucked. Why? Yeah. Then I'll then I'll bullet list three fucking things off the top of my head, and he'll be laughing. He's like, "Yeah, that was pretty good." <laughs> but but that's the dynamic between us. Like he's always looking for the fucking belly gut laugh, and you see the show. Like I'll get a couple fucking jabs in here and there, and look, I, I, I'm secure enough to be like, "Look, I want Berg to crack me up." But when I fucking steer it or say something, and he starts laughing, losing his mind, that's the goal. Yeah. But that's all the show is. Then get to your point. I don't even know how. So figs. First, we get fixed. First, I'm doing. I'm going to LA for a fucking two weeks. When we, it was the, the the afternoon show, and I'm like, hey, can, and I worked with them on New York City Crime Report. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, I'm going away for a week. Can I just fucking have you sit in this thing, read my opening rant, uh, and just you know, be me and, and play along? And he does. And he was fought for the first time. The fans loved him immediately. He kept coming back. Chrissy, I forget how we got her on once, but those two, I'll say it all the time. They just get the show. Yeah. They get it. They, they, it's just like the funnier, the better, the dumber, the better. And they just fucking roll with fucking everything, you know? Yeah. And they're great. They're great. And, and that's why they, and now they were rewarded with a show of their own. And I'm going to be honest. I'm like, I don't know. And, and, and I'll say it because I love being wrong about shit like this. I'm like, I don't know if he's hiring Chrissy just because she's a chick and they know her from our show. Can she carry a show? I've watched the first three shows of Wet Spot. Yeah. It's, it's exponentially. Like the first year, you're like, all right, figure this out. It's like, T- I watched the third show. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Chris the second show I hate it because they put that bagel faggot on. Uh, and yeah. the- uh, he's a- enough of this bagel guy, right? Yeah. He's he's another stuttering John. He thinks like, oh, I'm I'm famous. I'm a comedian now. I'm an entertainer now because I was on. No. But the third show with Christina Hutchinson, uh, fucking uh, Chris DiStefano. I, and I, God forgive me. I forget the third girl. And always figs. It. it was solid. Yeah. It was she, 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 like she's. She's learning quickly, and it, you just sit there like a proud parent beaming. You're like, no, we knew this first. You're like, we knew this first. We knew yeah. we knew before any of you guys how great these two were. You know? Well, it's if, great. I, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, that's because you're not a, sus- a subscriber at Compound Media. You have to subscribe. I do the yearly subscription. It's fantastic. In Hot Water is one of their staple shows. Everybody loves it. I, I am a, a waterhead, I think. Uh, did you see the new T-shirts? No, I did not. They're... I, like, I don't know what her merch model is. It sucks, but we move. Yeah. Uh, Ari Biscayne, and there's a Randy in the morning from the Rusty Rudder t-shirt that these fans just designed. Yeah. Did you watch any of the shows when I was out in L.A.? Yes, I did. Yeah. Did you see the – it doesn't matter. I'm just curious. Yeah. Because they – I don't know what's going on in L.A. Well, at least Venice Beach where I stay, but they have all these bird scooters, you know? Yeah. It, it's like It's like the equivalent of city bike, but they're scooters, and they're not in a rack. You can leave them anywhere because you just walk up to them with your phone – and you hit a thing, and then you get charged fifteen cents a uh, fifteen cents a minute or something. So you just so it'd be like I would drive it from here to Compound Media and just leave it on the street. Oh wow! And at night, go, guys go buy in truck and in trucks and organize them. But people, the locals hate them. So my buddy taught me this trick where you just kick one over and they're like dominoes. So Tuesday, I'm getting hammered all day, all night. Start with the show on the beach with the with the metal detector guy. Yeah. By the end of the night, it's four in the morning. Uh, my four in the morning fucking LA time, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so it's seven in the morning here, maybe three. Yeah. And I'm just doing, fucking doing coke. I'm just, hammered. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just take a nap. I wake up drunk, fucking, I walk by the screws. I'm like, watch this. And I kick them over. Fucking Berg loses his mind. The most third grade thing, I kick seven scooters over and I yell, good, 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 Gary Biscayne. <laughs> Cause I'm obliterated. Yeah. And, uh, Guy made a T-shirt. It just says Gary Biscayne. It's like got a Charger logo on it, and it's got a bike because I was knocking over bikes after that. Together, <laughs> it's all come together for me. Wow. Well, question. I think I missed it. Let's oh, go. the merch stuff. Yeah, the, the, the T-shirts are great though. They made yeah. two new T-shirts and stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, next time I come and do Bill's show, I'll come in uh, studio and say hi, so you could uh, make fun of me. And uh, I, I, have to. I enjoy the show. I love it. And uh, I just want to remind everybody to go to GinoBisconti.com and, of course, follow. Uh, no, you don't have a Twitter, right? You, well, you have a parody My, account. I have a parody account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Big Daddy Biscayne. And, and that's, 
That's how that started. Yeah. When I, it, it was, I, I forget, the first time they called me Gary Biscayne because they were fucking up Gina Biscani was like a couple weeks ago when I was at the Rusty Rudder. That time you, I had to run to Delaware to do that show. Yeah. And I stayed there and I woke up in Delaware and I did the man on the street and to, they were jokingly calling me Gary Biscayne, Gary yeah. Biscayne. I was and there so, in the studio that day, yeah. Yeah, it was great. And then, so I come back uh, the following week and, and I'm sitting there Monday and I don't have Twitter because I was banned. And fucking Garrett, who's fucking hilarious, instead of saying Gina Biscani, it says Gary Biscayne, and he makes up the Twitter account at yeah. Daddy Biscayne. <laughs> Big Daddy Sam. <laughs> and I go, hey, somebody, somebody get this right now and send it to me. And we have the best fucking fans wow. in the world. I get off the show, and sure enough, there's a fucking uh, Instagram or something message going, here's the, here's the fucking thing. Here's the fucking, uh, here's, here's the password. And so, now, so yeah, it's Big Daddy Biscayne. But look, if you go to my website, Gino, if you Google Gino Visconti comedian, everything fucking comes up. Of and course. if you any way you want, with a J, with an I, it will say, Are you sure you don't mean this loud fuck? Yeah. This crack <laughs> is the only remotely close to it. You know? <laughs> like if you Google Rob Salt, it says, Are you sure you didn't mean filthy kike? Well, we <laughs> well yeah, that's a. <laughs> Thank you, Gino. Uh, <laughs> Gino, are you coming out to uh, Landisville for my party? Uh, August 17th, yes. I will come. Are you going to come by and visit or call in beforehand? I will. Just remind me, but yeah, I definitely will. All right. Uh, well, with our gal, Angela Riley from the Stacey Pressman Hour. She did the show a couple weeks ago. I saw that. Good time. Yeah. Well, you know what? She actually did a photo shoot. Me and Mike got hired at WLND in Atlantic City to do a, uh, a weekly show, and we were excited about it. They fired us before we even started because... Uh, they uh, listened to some of our past material and they thought we were offensive and we talked bad about some of their hosts before. So, uh, uh, yeah, it was. Riley's great. Angela's great because <laughs> she, she fucking went and Trustman had a podcast and I used to do it and it was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But they don't need guests. They just need Angela and her fighting all the time. It's yeah. a great. <laughs> and Angela's fucking organized. Trustman's a comedian, you know? Yeah. So she has, she's like, oh, she has no idea what the fuck is going on. And Angela fucking just, you know, keeps her in line and stuff. It, it's a yeah. fun little. Dynamic. I like I like the yeah. how they work. She uh, someone tweeted like uh, did you tell Gina when you're hanging out with him how he how you badmouth him all the time on your podcast and she just tweets me tell this idiot Gina I'm like she badmouths me like that to my face too I love it yeah Angela's great we have her on the oh, show yeah. she uh she sits in with us uh, uh every once in a while Definitely. now and we, not, we love having her not, on there, yeah. not since it hasn't been 105 degrees yeah. <laughs> But oh, uh, no. uh, everybody, please go and uh, purchase Uncle Gino is Amazing. It's a great comedy. Me. And I'm working on the second album. Uh, that's what I was saying. I really, the, the thing about doing L.A., and this is just me talking to you like you're a therapist, there, it was like a breakthrough. And I know that's a, a huge word, but look, I was in L.A., and, and it's the first time I went, and I, I fucking, my life is in order. I, got, I fucking got my own place. I got a cat. My apartment's parked outside my apartment. <laughs> and I did four sets, and I just didn't care. Yeah. And it this moment where when I'm out there, sometimes I don't do well. Cause you know, I look at them like these fucking snowflakey motherfuckers. And it seems like I'm doing this. When I was doing this act, it was like, I came down their level. I'm like, no, you can't, you can't get upset. You have to, they're out there. They're fucking common. And they were, I had four just amazing sets at really good clubs. I did one set in front of a, uh, in front of the chick that books, uh, uh, Colbert, uh, uh -huh. Jessica pilot. And, and I love her. She's, she's like, great. She's great. But, and we were joking around after the show, and there was no way. I was like, hey, you should put me on Colbert. It was like, it's like, you can't put me on Colbert. You like your job. I love you at your job. <laughs> Colbert. Colbert. Uh, the next comic is going to uh, bring back the Holocaust. Please welcome his album. No. That's <laughs> uh, Daddy needs a haircut, doesn't he? Yeah, needs a haircut. you do. Daddy needs a haircut. But uh, listen, Gino, thank you for coming on. I hope you'll come on soon. And when I come down to Compound Me. Can I add those pictures back so I don't ever have to do this shit again? What's Can you send <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Hold on, let me get the cat to say goodbye. All right, say goodbye to Six Bisconti. Uh, and of course, you could follow hey, Gino Daddy, Bisconti on uh, Instagram. Daddy's a crazy person. <laughs> Gino, Gino, I'm, I'm, you know Gino, how I put it in your butt? Are we off? You know, uh, I put it in what? <laughs> Gino, I'm coming in studio for In Hot Water next time I do Schultz's show. And that's uh, what he calls his boyfriend's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming in. It was one more time joke. I cut it in. Woo. Uh, uh, 
in hot water, uh, in all seriousness, it is a fantastic show. It's hilarious. People love it. I love it. Uh, and it's on Monday through Thursday. Subscribe, compoundmedia.com. It's the best subscription you'll ever get. Not that much money and better than anything on fucking cable you'll and, watch. And there's clips of it on YouTube now. So yeah. you can see a bit for free. Yeah. Uh, I recommend it. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking fun. Gino, thank you, and I'll see you sometime in compounding. You better be at my uh, party. I'll be expecting you. 17th of August. I got you. Angela will fucking make sure I go. Don't worry. She will. She's coming, I think. uh, Yeah, she is. You don't know when a woman's coming for sure, but all right. Well, yes. I guess. She never fakes it. Uh, All right, right, gentlemen. Thank Thank you, you, Gino. Thank you so much, Gino. Thank you, Gino. All right, and uh, we'll see you next Friday uh, here on the uh the program i don't i'm not sure who our guest is next week but uh we'll hey, figure it out we'll figure it out it's supposed to be meg dick who the fucking kid we had gino visconti gino visconti great job tonight and of course uh get his uh, cd uncle gino is amazing thank you to our live studio audience Come on. <laughs> Got it. all right all right we'll see you next week folks views and opinions expressed during the Rob Sell Show are not necessarily held by those at BS Productions Podcast Networks, so any complaints and or comments should be sent to someone who cares. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.